Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a deleted user who says, My mother, 49 female, left me, 22 male, my brother, 27 male, and my father, 37 male, 15 years ago. A few days ago, she called saying she wants to talk to me. I'm using a throwaway for this because my brother is an avid Redditor and he knows my main account. I'll explain in a moment why this matters. This may be a bit long, so bear with me because I really need some insight and some help. It all happened 15 years ago. My mother never gave the indication that she was unhappy in her marriage to my father. While they did have some differences and were fighting, but not on a regular basis, they appeared to be happy with each other. Then my father found out she was cheating on him and after he confronted her, she served in the news that she was leaving him to go and live with the guy she cheated with. My father was absolutely destroyed by this. If before he was a happy and funny caring guy, he turned into a sad and pathetic version of himself. He constantly broke down in tears, stopped speaking to me or my brother. He was drowning his sorrows in alcohol. He stopped going to work and he was fired in the process and he lost contact with all his friends and relatives. He never responded to my grandmother's, his mum's pleas for help and he gave the appearance that he has lost all the will to live. While it was hard for him, it was double hard for my brother. You see, we were both very close to our mother because while our father's work was demanding and he was constantly on the road and away from home, she was there for us. She was nothing but caring and loving towards us and as you can imagine, the feeling when this person leaves you behind to go and start anew, my father's word, my brother did not take this well. He was somewhat an introvert. He rarely went out and spoke to people different than me and our parents and relatives. He had troubles making friends and his close circle of friends were maybe three or four at the time my mum was his only true friend. When she left, he completely lost it. He began failing school. I think he even stopped going at some point. He spent his days locked in his room crying and cursing after her for abandoning him. He was constantly sad and stopped being nice, even to me. I remember him going off on me once that I am somehow the reason she was gone. While he was taking it hard, maybe I, for being younger, around seven, never really grasped the concept of what was going on around me. I just knew that my mum had left and was never coming back. I spent the first few months thinking she will eventually come back. And after these months passed and she did not, I began asking questions like why she is gone? Will she come back? But no one was interested in answering me so I began thinking that maybe it is in fact my fault. Which made me feel sad and I thought everyone hated me because of that. Then, after a few more months, my father passed away. Those that knew him would say he died of grief. But the doctor's conclusion was heart attack. Our grandmother came to live with us way before he died and it was thanks to her that my brother and I began coming back from our respective states. His death was a blow for us, but we managed to pull through yet again. Since we were still children, I was eight by then and my brother was 13, we had to go live with a relative. Our grandmother wanted to take care of us, but her financial situation was hard for her, even without us. It was then that our uncle, my mother's brother, stepped in. He was very disappointed in his sister and had cut all contacts with her after she left and took me and my brother in. 
He and his wife couldn't have kids of their own. They were trying, but it did not work for them. And he was nice to us from day one. It was a bit of a pain in the ass in the beginning, refusing their help. I did not want their home, their money, their affection. I wanted my mum to come back and I was constantly crying for her. It was my brother that stepped in and opened my eyes to her. By that time, he was already past her and you could see that he felt resentment for her. He told me she is not coming back. She is never coming back. She chose to leave us behind and go and live with another man. He also said that he doesn't deserve our tears and that she killed our father. After I brought up the question, if this is my fault like he insinuated, he said no and that he was sorry for ever saying it. He said now we have someone new looking after us and we should focus on our lives be better people and stop crying about someone who doesn't give a shit about us. Our conversation really did wonders for me. I started with an apology to my uncle and his wife. I was going to school again and my grades got back up. My life got back in order and I was a happy, smiling child yet again. I never really wondered about my mother ever again and I felt good about it. You can bet that I felt some level of hate towards her. I blamed her for the destruction of my father's life and ours and I genuinely never wanted to hear from her ever again. Fast forward to my graduation. There are a lot of people there. My classmates, my teachers, a big part of our own town was present as well. My brother had called to tell me he was running a bit late, but he will be there for the presentation of my award. You see, my high school had this tradition to give out commemorative plaques to its best students, and I was in this category. I was a straight-A student, and my diploma was one of the best the school had ever had. This was supposed to be the best day of my life, and it turned to my worst very quick. First, the principal came to the stage to say a few words, and some of our teachers, and then the official ceremony began. They called our names, and we went on to the stage to get our diplomas. Then we had a quick break before we proceeded to the other part of the ceremony, aka my part. I went out to get some air, and that's when I saw my classmates being congratulated by their parents. It was hugging, pictures, smiles, how proud their parents were of them, and all that. I've never felt more alone than that moment. I had nobody to congratulate me, nobody to hug me, nobody to be proud of me. I knew my brother would be there, but it wasn't the same. And right there was the first time I ever broke down since I was eight. I crouched down against the wall next to me and started crying uncontrollably. I was bawling my eyes out. Some of my friends saw me and rushed to me to see what was going on. They helped me up and asked what's wrong. I tried explaining and then I saw her. She was there. My mum was there. At the far end of the schoolyard, I immediately rushed to her while I was uncertain if I should scream in her face that I hate her, that she is the reason why I'm miserable on the day I'm supposed to be proud of my accomplishments, or if I just want to hug her and never let go. I never came to making this decision because my brother caught me halfway and told me to get back. I was numb to him and I continued struggling to make my way to her. His then-girlfriend, now wife, helped him and ushered me back. While I was being taken away, I overheard my brother going off on her like how dare she shows up here and ruin my day and how she even has the decency to show her face when she did nothing but destroy our lives with her actions. I was very pale and my brother's girlfriend got me in the WC to splash some water on my face and calm myself down. He called her to ask where we are so he can come see me. He told me that he dealt with her and I asked him why did he not let me speak to her. He just retorted that she lost that privilege years ago. I snapped back at him that I am 18 and not 8 and he should stop making decisions for me. I wanted to talk to her and he took this opportunity away from me. I was pissed off at him so I stormed off and I went straight home, never waiting to get my award. I never heard from her again or saw her, even when my brother was getting married. 
I kept expecting her to show up, but she did not. So for a little over 15 years, she showed up just once, but I was angry at my brother for not letting me speak to her. I later realized how angry I still am with her and how much she ruined us. So on to why I'm writing this. I got a voice message a few days ago from her saying that she is back in town and she wants to just see me and try to explain herself. As she knows she fucked up big time and lost her sons and husband and that she will never be able to make it up for anything she did. But all she wants from me is to give her 30 minutes to just talk to me and after that, she will leave me alone. On one side guys, I'm still hurt by what she did. Like I said, I was very close to my mother and then one day she just leaves and I am left with nothing but guilt and pain. She completely destroyed my father's and my brother's lives. And like I said, thank God for our grandmother who practically saved us. Albeit my father died some months later. We're in pain, but we moved on. I moved on and excluding the incident at the graduation, I never really wanted to see her again. I want to be upfront with you good people of Reddit. While I hate her and I don't want to see her, there's a little part in me that wants to hear her, that wants to talk to her, that wants his mother again. And I don't know what to do. On one side, I don't want to jeopardize my relationship with my brother because I know he feels nothing but resentment for her. I don't know how he would react upon finding out I was spending time with her. And on the other is this little part of me, talking me into seeing her and listening to her. Should I ignore her or should I meet with her? Anyone that has been in my position is very welcome to shed some insight on the situation because I don't know what to do. I'm open to suggestions. Edit. A lot of you were wondering about my uncle and how he wasn't present at the graduation and, and how he left a few years ago. Well, first things first. He was at my graduation. My aunt couldn't attend, but he made it. My brother told me later that he was with him, but I did not stick around to see it. Also, he left town when my brother was already an adult and he could legally take care of me. You see, him and my aunt were finally able to conceive a child together and around that time, my aunt received a job offer that was pretty good financially and it was her dream job, but it was in another city. The thing about my uncle is that while he is not very rich, he is also not poor and money was never the problem for him. It was his wife's dream job and he couldn't say no to that. So he decided to move and my aunt offered we come with them. My brother said that he's not very interested in leaving. He already had contacts, friends, a stable job and had applied for university here. They are free to live their lives as best as they see fit since he was an adult now. They can take care of me without them. My uncle was a bit reluctant to agree at first but eventually he did. And as a gift to us, he left the house to my brother. He occasionally visited us, sent us cards and stuff, and of course helped out when we needed money. When I said that I did not speak to him for a while, I meant more like a few months instead of years. I've spoken to him around Christmas for the last time. I'm going to consider talking to him about this and maybe he can help me out dealing with this stuff. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. 
Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Our advice on stories like these is always, the majority of the time, it's always, they wouldn't go meet this person for whatever reason. And there's a lot of reasons in this story not to meet this person, you know. And I remember we've covered a similar story recently and my thoughts, and this is only from a personal point of view and how I feel like I would react in that situation. Obviously, I don't know fully because I'm not in it, but I always feel like I would be interested to hear what they have to say. I think it has to be on your terms, only if you really want to, if it's not going to affect you in any way. Because obviously looking after your mental health is absolutely key here. If you think you're going to turn up and she's going to manipulate you or or something or it's going to make you feel sad or or damage your mental health in any way, then absolutely do not attend. I'm always intrigued about what the person's going to say. And I, again, I know that's very easy for me to say because I'm on the outside reading your story here. So of course I'm going to be interested in what your mother has to say. But if I was in that position, would I feel the same way? I can't honestly say that, can I? And I don't know if it was just the way it was worded in the story, but one of the last paragraphs there, but all she wants for me is to give her 30 minutes to just talk to me. And after that, she will leave me alone. No, she should be leaving you alone anyway, if that's one of your boundaries. If you know you want her to leave you alone, she should be doing that regardless, whether you're giving her this 30 minutes or not. Not turning up unannounced to graduations and events like that after the damage she's already caused. But we're starting the comments with Stranger Skies, who says, My mum left me when I was two, and we got in touch when I was 16. I had a lot of anger towards her, mixed with a lot of longing. Meeting her was exhilarating and difficult. We didn't have much in common, and she obviously made a lot of choices with her life that I felt were major mistakes. We're not close now, but the idea of her haunts me a lot less than it did before I knew her. Tight Cable Knit says, Have you considered talking to a therapist about this? even just to mentally prepare for this meeting and talk for expectations and coping tools. I don't know if the conversation will go great or if she's manipulative and looking to get something from you. And neither do you. I haven't cut contact with my father. I know it's difficult and part of you wishes that you could mend the divide to move on. Reality is that she definitely doesn't deserve a relationship, much less an hour of your time. But that's a decision you need to make for yourself. You were seven and should have been the center of her world. It's not fair, so I completely understand your brother's reaction. Whatever you do, keep your expectations in check. Be honest with yourself and don't give her the power to hurt you again. Talking to a professional may be a good preparation step. Good luck. Opie responded to that and says therapist is not a problem. I can schedule a meeting with one since I know someone. I can certainly use his help and I don't know what she'd want from me other than just talking to me. I'm definitely not rich, so she can't be after money. I tend to think that I'm a fairly stable person. I'm not easy to be manipulated. I don't think she would try to use me for something. I mean, she can try, but I don't know. We'll definitely look into therapy to help me deal with whatever is coming. Thank you. Spoonbill says, if you want to go, go. But no, however, and nothing that happens now can change or make the past any better. Also, keep in mind that she didn't come for you when your father died. Whatever her problems with him, if she'd want to raise you, she would have come for you then. I'm so sorry. This is so much loss. Omen says, your brother was right. This woman killed your father and now shows up when she's becoming independent. She doesn't deserve to get what she wants. Contact. How fucking dare she? Also, I think you should talk to your uncle and that would be a betrayal of sorts when he disowned her for destroying your family. But if you do, let us know how it goes. One more comment from 4Depth who says, not a single person here can tell you what to do. 
although some of the advice here is spot on. Yeah, you have some residual issues from your childhood that might help to discuss in therapy. And yes, if you talk to your mum, your brother isn't a part of that decision. Which isn't to say he should be excluded from your choice, but he needs to understand you make your own choice. As you may need closure to really move on. So the choice is something you need to figure out. Also, your aunt and uncle weren't at graduation as your parental figures. Sounds like your uncle would be the person to talk to here. He cut off his own sister and raised you too. Sounds like a really decent guy. Talk to him and see what he thinks. If you do meet up, maybe bring him with you for support. Maybe he waits nearby or maybe he sits quietly by. If you can handle that request, as he may have unresolved things with her too. My gut is you want to talk to her. My only counsel is to think about what you hope to gain by talking to her. I would think it's to hear what she has to say, to reconfirm that she's just some stranger to you, a stranger that abandoned her family. Just remember, you have an established family. You and your brother survived after all. So OP did come in to update the post and they said, this is a rather long update for which I am sorry. I know this is maybe not the one you've expected, but I wanted to let you know what's been going on recently. I'd like to thank everyone that offered me advice. Some have PM'd me and others have said that what they have felt in the comments. It doesn't matter, you've helped me see some stuff and gave me some solid points on which to work on. Also, I don't think I've mentioned it in the first post, but English is not my native language and you have to excuse any grammatical or punctual error you may or have encountered so far in these two posts. So, what has been going on recently? First, I've been visiting a therapist for some days now and it's going well. According to him, I used to have a lot to work on because it's not easy to cover up 15 years of issues I felt with my mum in the span of a few days. Also, as some of you have suggested, I did have troubles with previous relationships with women because of the abandonment issues I suffered from. I've recently read a story on here about a guy who was abused by his girlfriend. He was getting violent with him and according to him, her abandonment issues may have contributed to her state, which scared the living shit out of me. I did not wish to be abusive to anyone, let alone a loved one, and I decided that working on this would be the most important. Secondly, I've also took your advice and decided to call my uncle and ask him about my mum's past. Like if there was anything I didn't know about her, what was she like growing up? What was their family, etc.? What took me by surprise was that my uncle and my mum were in contact for the last couple of months. They've spoken to each other a few times and naturally their conversation reached to a point where he asked her why she did what she did abandoning her family and her young children when their father died and why did she sign them off to him and she explained in full details what had transpired back then and why she never contacted any of us i asked him to tell me but he said it would be best to hear it if i hear it from her if i of course want to i asked him what had changed and why he talked to her my uncle explained to me now that he was tired of hating on my mother he'd been doing it for the past 15 years and in his own words it was waiting on him he and my mother shared a very close bond while growing up and he was very protective of her. But as everyone else around them back then, he began resenting her for leaving everything behind for a fling. He also said that he wanted to know if there is a substantial proof that he should continue to hate my mum for what she did. Like if there was any particular reason why she just cut contact with anyone and leave her family behind because of what had happened back then it was completely out of the blue for everyone. I've mentioned it in the first post that my parents had a pretty good marriage and everyone was happy for them that made zero sense to my uncle and everyone back then why it went down like this. I asked him how he felt about her now and he said conflicted. But let me give you a quick recap of what he said about her past. Like I've mentioned in the comments in the previous post, my mum's dad died when she was young and it didn't do well for her. My uncle said while their father treated them all well, 
she was his favorite child and he was very fond of him as well. Mother was not a mother of the year type of parent, but she tried her best at first to be there for them. Eventually, it did not end well for her. My grandmother had issues with alcohol abuse and prescription drugs, which explains why I only met her once during my childhood. My mum's childhood was a bit messed up. I don't know how to put this without sounding weird, but my mum has always been a very beautiful woman and she was well loved by their community. I mean, where they grew up. But my uncle said that this brought a lot of problems for her. She was bullied a lot because no one liked a pretty and popular girl in school. Her father's death added more problems for her. She had to switch to two different high schools before moving out of town. This has brought up a lot of insecurities in her and she became more and more closed out of the world. Until she met my father and things progressed between them. They both come from similar backgrounds. Single parents, trouble in high school and growing up in general. Both lost their fathers whom they loved very much. Before I hung up on him, my uncle told me that I have every right to never speak to my mother again and neither he or she are forcing me or my brother into this. But he in his honest opinion thinks that I should at least meet with her. He said that she seemed honest in her intentions to meet and talk to us. And while she doesn't expect forgiveness out of me, my brother, my uncle or anyone else for that matter, she just wants to see us. Last, and I'm going to keep this very short because this post has dragged on for too long, I spoke with my brother. I did not want to keep him in the dark so I explained that she had contacted me and I may consider meeting with her. He told me that he was thinking of her as well and now that he is on his way to become a father, her name came up even more. He also said that while he may not want to meet or talk to her, I am free to do what I like. He continued that I'm 22 and I'm old enough to make decisions for myself and I've been able to do it for a very long time now. He finished with saying that if I want to pursue any relationship with her, he is fine with it. I also told him that I'm going into therapy to work out my problems. I'm glad if he joined me because we both have unresolved issues with our mother and this could lead to troubles in our future. He said that he'd think about it, but he's open to the idea. So in closing, I think you need to know I've decided to meet with my mother and see what she has to say. But not now. I still have to prepare myself mentally for this meeting. And there was some stuff about the ages OP wanted to clear up and they, they left a comment that said, my mother is 49 today, she was 34 when she left and my father was 37 when that happened. He died a year later, so that's why I placed his age at 37 because that is how old he was when it happened. My mother gave birth to my brother at 22 and my father was 25 at that time and later she gave birth to me at 27 and my father was 30. And that seemed to be the very end of the post. So I was searching around Google and stuff like that. And because it's a deleted user, it's really difficult to find. But now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you have dealt with that if you was OP? Would you have attended that meeting with the mum or not? Do you think there's ever a chance that she deserves that? Let us know your thoughts. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com